0: Welcome to the Energy for Life podcast, helping busy women reclaim their energy, innate power, and self worth. Here is your host, Corona Brady. Welcome back. Welcome to episode 37 of the Energy for Life podcast show. And I am your host, Corona Brady. I hope that you're enjoying the show so far and please do let me know if there is anything in particular that you would like me to share insights on or you just want me to chat about on the show. You can email my team anytime with suggestions to support at coronabrady.com. So I've spoken about transitions before on the show and for the reason being that most women that I support via my Energy for Life Academy and then my 12-month program, our Awakened Woman Life Mastery Sister Mind program, which we've very recently turned into a three-year program because of the incredible results that women have been receiving. But many of the women that come into both of these programs are navigating massive transitions in their life. I know that 2018 has been a big year of transition and change for many women, myself included, by the way. So I wanted to talk about the three different stages and steps of a transition so that it eliminates any confusion that you might be feeling right now if you are in the midst of a transition in your life. Now you can refer back to episode number 23, Moving Through a Life Transition, where I explain in further detail exactly what a transition is and what that could look like for you. I hope what I do share here with you today will support you and that it will help you have more understanding of the transition that you might be navigating right now in your life. So let's talk about transitions today. I know and feel that many of you are more than likely navigating a transition right now in your life, as I said, including myself. And I really want to offer some supportive words today on how you can move through this time, most importantly with grace, while taking the learnings and the lessons. So transition requires us to surrender. And for me right now in my life, I feel many things are temporary, including my living space. I've moved twice already this year and I could choose to kick and scream and dwell on the past, but I choose not to. I soothe myself by telling myself this is temporary. A transition is basically that in-between space where there has been some form of an ending in your life or even a new beginning. Throughout our life, we transition. And Yogi Bhajan who brought Kundalini Yoga to the West said every breath in and out is a crisis and we are never without a transition crisis until we are in our grave. So we must be skilled in passing through transitions. So there's a few simple steps that we can take, which will enable us to move through our transition with grace. Now, what I'm going to share with you are some simple, practical steps. But these are not always easy and they do rely on you getting support. You will need a strong, a very strong nervous system. And this is why I love the technology and science of kundalini yoga, because this is one of the many benefits of the practice. Um, So you will need a strong nervous system. You will also need to be able to self-reflect. And this is where, again, working with a coach... It will be extremely beneficial because we can't always see our blind spots. And secondly, many of us just don't have the tools. We don't have the skills to self-reflect. And you will also need to be able to sort through and select useful feelings and thoughts. Again, another reason why it's often impossible to do this alone. We often don't have the necessary skills and tools here to be able to do this. And then finally, you'll need to be able to surrender. And the key to really staying aligned to our soul's path and destiny is in how we handle these life transitions. So the three steps to any successful transition, I wanna break it down and share that with you now. The very first step is that we must release the past. If we really break down a transition, What it means is it means to release and let go of what was, be present with what is in the present moment, remain open and neutral in the present, and start afresh, begin something new, a new direction, a new project, a new stage. Each step needs a lot of presence and attention and it requires a different set of skillfulness from us from a very young age we often develop a certain style or behavior and that we use to cope with stress and the steps of a transition and we learn this from our environment or it's often just kind of inherent it's built ingrained within us and I think, and I'm just speaking here from my own experience and all of the, the hundreds of women that I've, I've literally supported now through transitions over the last near decade. I think that the hardest part of a transition is in letting go, in letting go of what we try to cling on to. For example, let's say your marriage has ended you have to give up on that fairy tale ending of living happy ever after or you have to let go of the life that you had planned and the dreams that you had planned together for your future now that's it's not an easy thing to do there is a total and utter reassessment of your life every area of your life is under assessment and what's important for you in moving forward When we release the past, we have to let a part of our current self die. We have to let a part of our current self go. And with that, some of those old habits will have to die too. That's the part that just doesn't really fit us any longer. And some of us can release the past and we can let go easily. And if that's those of us who do that, we're going to embrace the ending peacefully. And then for some of us, transitions will bring so much worry, so much fear, so much anxiety, so much heaviness. And again, this will come back to your coping style and behavior. Why is it that sometimes it brings this worry and fear and heaviness and anxiety and depression even? Because with any ending, we're entering into the unknown. It brings this huge Um, period of unknowing. So think for a moment of a time in your past where you were in a transition. Maybe a relationship ended or your marriage ended or you became a mother for the first time or the kids left home and you're dealing with empty nest or you've had a health crisis or you've had a work change or crisis or career. What was your behavior during that time? Because this will give you a lot of insight into your learned coping behavior. Did you push on and push through as if it wasn't even there? Did you, or, or did you stop? Did you press pause on a few things? Did you slow everything completely down so you wouldn't have to feel so much stress? Or did you just wait, did you kind of just wait passively for something to magically change or happen in your life? When the ending needed to happen, did you take all the attention off yourself and did you claim it had nothing to do with you or any of your choices that you made or any of your needs? Did you blame others or did you go on automatic pilot? Did you keep yourself busy doing, 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 going, going, going so that you wouldn't have to feel any of the grief, any of the sadness, the despair or the anxiety, because this is a time of utter grief and utter anxiety, and it really needs to be honored with a lot of love and respect. Or did you take care of everyone else? Did you put your needs last at the bottom of the list? Did you care for everyone else so that you could ignore your own needs? Did you work through all of the endings and make them very clear so that you directly finished each habit, feeling, belief, relationship, obligation that belongs to the past? Sadly, what often happens is some people stay, they hang out in the twilight zone for some time until their circumstances forces them to change. And often some people even go backward because they cling to the old. They're so anxious of the ending and the change that they stay frozen in the past. And you know what happens when we stay frozen in the past. We stagnate. We, you can't move forward from that place. So if you don't have a consistent, dedicated sadhana practice, if you're not familiar with what sadhana means, it's spiritual practice, also could be a morning ritual morning routine it's going to be very hard for you to break from your automatic habits and behaviors of your ego and as yogi bhajan put it puts it really really well break your hypnosis and wake up if you don't release the past clearly and cleanly you will not be able to fully move into a new beginning No, you just won't be able to do it and go into a new direction. You'll move forward. Yes, you can. But you're going to be bringing a lot of unfinished business from the past. And that's not good. And this is why it's very important that you're not trying to do this alone again. Because I'm going to remind you here again, you cannot see your own blind spots and if, if you're not an expert in this, how can you do this by yourself? That's why it's valuable, invaluable, and it's priceless to hire the right support here so you can get the right support, tools, and accountability. If you take a shortcut here, you will pay the price later. There are some things we cannot leave unfinished. Fears, grief, sadness, anger, judgments, these are just to name a few and these really need to be done with the cycle and the stage of life that you're currently in. So the next stage and step that comes after the um, letting go of the past, the releasing the past is the pause. So um, this is a period of complete and utter introspection this is a period of quiet and stillness. This is where we need to, for a period of time, just disengage from the rest of the world and not forever. You don't have to become a hermit or anything. And in fact, in many cultures, this was actually recognized as a fundamental and transformative shift. And it was supported socially. This is where you would actually go on a vision quest out into nature, out into the wilderness, or you'd go into a retreat and you just simply press pause on your normal everyday activities. You were actually given permission to go inward and to really seek another aspect of yourself. But the problem is that in today's ever-growing, busy and hectic world, we're told that we need to get it done quickly. We need to get it done in a quick. weekend workshop we must plan for it and we must go for it immediately the speed of life has accelerated and it seems that we can't take time off or that we have to plan for everything now during this step and stage we have to let go of the mind chatter here and we have to enter into the wisdom and stillness of our heart And this is where we invite our intuition and you will not be able to do this if you don't have rituals where you are getting quiet daily, consistently, because it's the clarity that is then, you know, arrives and comes from this place. This is then when the confusion washes away and the fogginess washes away and we're not meant to plan during this stage and step. Um, There is no plan yet. We don't know that plan yet. It actually hasn't even been revealed to us yet. But if we can really enter the quiet spaces consistently, it will be. It will be revealed in due time and course. When you can become really quiet and still and you can just enter that place of thoughtlessness, that neutral space, that's when all will be revealed to you. Your new intention becomes very, very clear, crystal clear from this place. You no longer have to grasp or chase things or push things. They start coming to you with a sense of grace and ease. And then the last step and stage is begin, start. And this is probably the easiest, (laughs) you know, start, simply begin. And you'll be instructed, by the way, by your intuition here on when and how true your creative action. You can't just sit back and wait for things to come to you. That's not how it works. You have to be part of that co-creation. And new beginnings have their own beautiful, fresh, innate energy. But remember that beginnings, they're actually meant to be mysterious. And they're often a little bit messy, And they're often a bit untidy and they're often a bit unexpected. But you have to keep your eyes wide open. You have to be um, alert, awake, and you have to be listening with the ears of your heart so that you can allow the opportunities to arise. It can be such an excruciating, very lonely time, an isolating time. But please know that you're not alone. You're only alone if you choose to be. Don't try to do everything as if you are on your own. Firstly, trust that the universe is by your side, supporting you. And remember that there was a part of you that seeked this change. You seeked this ending. You seeked this transition. And an authentic new beginning... It relies on a profound inner strength, inner alignment and inner harmony. You have to do the real inner work to have that beautiful new authentic beginning in your life. Our inner resources overcome every challenge, every obstacle that we see around and outside of us. So I want to leave you with some questions, maybe some journaling prompts here today. What is one or more transition that you are navigating right now in your life, which step do you feel you're sitting at right now? Are you sitting at stage one, where you're releasing, letting go of the past, or are you in stage two, at the pause, or are you at stage three, which is starting, beginning? What are you resisting about whichever stage and step that you're currently in? And what is your soul needing right now? And I also want you to know that this is what I do all day, every day. I support women who are navigating huge change, huge transition in their life. I've got a lot of experience. And I want you to know that you don't have to walk this journey alone We're actually not meant to do this alone as women. We really aren't. We were meant to come together in circle. We're meant to rise and heal together. If you've been listening to my podcast show for some time and you really resonate with what I'm sharing and you're resonating especially with what I'm sharing here today, well, I think by now you probably have a strong sense if I can support you or not. And if you suspect that I can, here's what I want you to do. Let's just hop on a quick call. Let's chat about this program that I have that might work for you. And let's see if we're a good fit to work together. And I think we'll know that in the first couple of minutes of just even chatting. So what I'd like you to do is go ahead, book some time on my calendar. Go to coronabrady.com forward slash apply As you can imagine, as you can appreciate, these calls can get booked out fast. So please make that booking right now, no excuses. Do this for you today. And you know, we're approaching spring here in the Southern Hemisphere. We're only a couple of days away. This is really a beautiful time to be starting something new and to be integrating and bringing in new supportive habits in your life and to be getting support. So thank you for listening today and what I would ask you is please share this with a woman that you know is having a very hard time at the moment. She's really struggling, she's stuck. Share this with her because I know that this will support her especially if she's navigating that transition today and I look forward to supporting you.